Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. LMFM Podcasts with CNC Carpets. We bring the showroom to you. Or you can book a personal consultation at our fabulous new showroom in Moortown, Dramiskin. Call 087 237 or visit our website at cnccarpets.com to book an appointment. CNC Carpets for all your carpet and wood flooring needs. 11 to 1. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Hope you're keeping well this sunny Tuesday morning. You can get in touch with me. WhatsApp and text lines are open. 086 1800 658. Let's kick off with Cher. There's Cher kicking us off this morning with Believe. Sinead Brazel here with you till 1. It is Tuesday, the 8th of November. And I don't know about you, but Tuesday is just a very sort of meh day, isn't it? You know, it's not Monday, which is good, but it's still a long way from Friday and the weekend. You know, it's just that sort of what what are you Tuesday? At least on a Monday, you can sort of catch up with colleagues about what you did on a weekend. But Tuesday's just oh, it's a long way still stretching out in front of you. You know, however, today I am here to brighten up your Tuesday because I want you to tell me something good. Yeah. Yeah, well, you can tell me that if you want. But what is this all about? Well, I have just a nice Tuesday treat for you because Tuesday's just so meh. What do I have for you? Well, I have the Elave Sensitive Skin Care Set. Do you remember there was such huge demand for this that the Gardner Family Apothecary in Dundalk, they're on the Coes Road in Dundalk, they have gotten in touch with me and they've sent me another couple of skincare sets just for you. So the set includes the cleanser, the moisturiser and the SPF protection, very important as well. So what do I want you to do? I want you to tell me something good. Now, it could be a big thing. It could be that you got a new car. It could be that the kids are back at school and no longer wrecking your head. It could be that you've just been out in that lovely sunshine outside and you've had a walk. It could, anything, okay, big or small. It could be something life-changing. It could be something that's just boosted your mood, okay? So I want you to tell me something good this morning, something good that is going on in your life. I want you to shift the meh, the Tuesday 
mood of just ugh, right I want you to get feeling good so I'll tell you something good I got a good parking spot this morning okay that is no easy thing particularly when you're dropping off at a busy school particularly when there's roadworks at said school okay so I got a good parking spot and I was kind of nipped in and out that is something to celebrate on a Tuesday morning okay we want to hear something good what's going on in your life something good and I'm going to give you that gorgeous Elave skincare sensitive sensitive skincare set by the way this is for men and women it's not just a women thing okay blokes can use this as well so tell me something good in your life WhatsApp and text lines are open 086 1800 658 here's something that's great let's take that you Take that, Rule the World and LMFM's 11 to 1. They have started to write their first album in five years. Gary Barlow has revealed. Yeah, they're now a trio, of course, uh, following the departure very recently of uh, Jason Orange and also, of course, Robbie Williams. But they're going to be, you know, proper getting stuck into it in the new year. Uh, they have revealed, which is very, very interesting. And they're going to be headlining British Summertime Festival in Hyde Park next summer. So they could very well make their way to this shore, which would be very good. This would be brilliant. Uh, We're talking about something good on the show today. I'm going to get to some of your messages. Lots of them coming in on 086-1800-658 very, very shortly. Uh, We had to mention this because this is something good. And I know... We have uh, focused on, on 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 this on the news and stuff, but uh, the father Peter McVerry, founder of Peter McVerry Trust, has said that it was able to give one thousand two hundred people a key to their own home last year. Now that is something fantastic. I know, like you know, the housing crisis is still a big issue and homelessness is still rife all over the place, but it is nice to see. That bit of that little bit of good news there, 1,200 people getting a key to their own home. Magnificent. And long may they continue their fantastic work, Peter McVerry. They're such an amazing organisation helping so many people. But I had to give you that little snippet of the good news aspect of that. We're getting to your good news just after these. 11 to 1 with Tuesday, it's such a meh kind of a day. So today I want to brighten your Tuesday, but uh, I have uh, lots of messages to get through coming in on 086 1800 658 by the way for this. It is all with thanks to the Gardner family apothecary, right? They are based on the Coast Road in Dundalk. They have Elave sensitive skincare set. Okay, so we have the cleanser, we have the moisturiser, the SPF protection to give away, to brighten up your Tuesday. And I'm asking you, yeah tell me something good something it could be simple it could be a big thing and you're getting in touch on 086 1800 658 morning Sinead I'm on top of the world I'm getting my bags ready to head to Donegal for a few days woohoo bring it on not sure whose message that in don't forget to put your details on it as well Thank you so much. Uh, morning, just back from a nice long walk with the dog, which I didn't get to do yesterday, says Hillary. You see, it's the simple things and with the sun and everything. Wendy says, it's the first day I got up after two weeks uh, feeling great. My bad dose of the flu is finally gone. That is tell me something good. Yeah. Uh, Laura says, I'm off for Christmas as a nurse. That's great. Oh my God. That is fantastic to be off for Christmas time as a nurse. This is what we're asking you to do. Tell me something good. 
anything at all that's going on in your life that's just good. We want the feel good factor on the show today. And I have a lovely Elave sensitive skincare set to give away 086 1800 658. Hi, this is Elton John. Hi, this is Britney Spears. The best mix on LMFM. Elton John, Britney Spears on LMFM's 11 to 1. Hold me closer. I'm smiling here because I'm just loving all of the lovely messages coming in on 086-1800-658 for telling me something good. Yes, it's lovely. What have we got here? This is coming in from Chanel Smith, age 12 in Talonstown. Tell me something good. Okay, I'm on my way to school after getting my braces on. So happy to have started my treatment. Oh, Chanel, let me tell you. As somebody who had many braces, I mean, look at the orthodontist had a job, let's just say with my teeth I can only say you are going to be the envy of everybody particularly when those braces come off and you just have the most dazzling Colgate ad worthy smile I'm so excited for you fantastic that is great news Sinead my uh, tell me something good is my beautiful two year old uh, cat came home after three days gone his name is Simon had surgery last week I was frantic I thought I'd never see him again. Woke up this morning, he was sitting on the bed looking at me. So happy to see him, says Anne in Drumree. As a cat lover, I totally appreciate that as well because they do love a wander, the owl cats, particularly the male ones as well. Delighted, Anne. He is back safe and sound. Uh, no doubt you gave him a bit of a talking to and then loads of treats. <laughs> love that. Thank you so much. Uh, also coming in here, hi Sinead. Uh, just back from a lovely walk with my beautiful grandson my first who turned one last Monday he brings me such love and joy every day and there's a little love heart emoji on this as well that's coming in from Dolores I mean that just does my heart good as well you know long may that last Dolores because you know soon he's going to (laughs) be tearing your house asunder he's probably walking oh he'll be into everything into everything but that that is great thank you so much Uh, this is a nice one coming in from uh, Bradley is it I'm off today. I'm celebrating my 60th birthday with afternoon tea at 2pm in the Headford Hotel. My friend Deirdre, sorry, it's coming in from Rose Bradley. Get it right, Sinead. 60 today. Oh, and lovely treat with the afternoon tea in the Headford. Oh, now listen, Rose, I'm definitely envious of that. Loving that. That is tell me something good. Keep them coming in. 086 1800 658. Go on, go on. Atlas on LMFM's 11 to 1. And... Speaking of talented local people, we're going to be chatting to the first of our Deirdre's. It's a, it's a show of two Deirdre's today on 11 to 1. We're going to be chatting to the first one very, very shortly and to kind of whet the appetite for Deirdre O'Kane coming on the show and talking about uh, her show, Demented, which is coming to the Crescent Theatre in Drogheda just before Christmas, just in time, actually, the 16th of December. Here's a little clip. Now, this is... <laughs> Look, I don't know, maybe this is a bit risque for the radio, but I'm going to play it because it's very, very funny. Uh, It's Deirdre and she's talking about uh, just before going on uh, Dancing with the Stars and she's talking about Deirdre or Debbie McGee, I should say. Here it is. So, so the pact with myself was niggling me and the other thing that was lodged in my brain was Debbie McGee, okay? I had watched quite a bit of Strictly the previous season and I was kind of fascinated by Debbie McGee. I mean... The woman was 59 years old and she was literally flung around by the McGee. <laughs> like, she was, she was extraordinary. There, were, there was one week in particular, right? The woman was hanging upside down. 
upside down. And she put her hand down between her legs like this, and her partner Giovanni, he grabbed her hand from the back and he fecked her around the room. Like she was a rag doll. I mean, I, I was speechless watching. Even the judges were pretty speechless. When they went to Darcy Bustle, you should have seen her face. She said, oh my word. Oh my word, Debbie. When you put your hand between your legs, you blew my mind. <laughs> We're going to be chatting to Deirdre O'Kane just after these. 11 to 1. With the She's an award-winning comedian whose sellout shows have been delighting audiences all over the country and beyond and her new show is no different. It's described as her best yet. Demented takes us through the pandemic, the menopause, teenagers and TikTok. And she's going to be back in her hometown of Drogheda just in time for Christmas. She's bringing this hilarious show to the Crescent Concert Hall on December 16th. I'm delighted to be joined by the brilliant Deirdre O'Kane. How are you getting on? Well, listen, you know, it's not every day you're beefed up like that, Sinead, so I'll take that. That's a good start. <laughs> good you're so welcome. Massive congratulations, first of all. I mean, you ventured further into the reality TV world doing the restaurant. I had no idea you were a culinary whiz, Deirdre, well, as well as everything else. I'm absolutely not a culinary whiz. Quite the opposite. I can do about five things well. <laughs> well, yeah, it's all sourdough breads and prawns and everything in your house, is it? On the, uh, uh, ah, yeah, but I'm not making it. I'm not making the bread. <laughs> I'm buying it. <laughs> well, how did you find the experience, though? Because the chefs were, like, so complimentary, but the diners were a bit different. But I don't think it matters about the diners. I think the chefs are really the important people. Yeah, well, absolutely. Of course they are. Um, I mean, not a lot of people have stopped me in the street to say, what was wrong with the diners? <laughs> now, the thing is, I haven't watched the show because I gave up looking at myself a long time ago. Um, so I actually don't really know what they said, but people said, they're getting a free dinner. They're not going to be grateful. The judges and the chefs are what mattered to me. So yes, completely. And that, that you, you did remarkably well there. You really, really did. Um, but, you know, something you say you don't like watching yourself, but you do listen to yourself because I, I read this and I was fascinated by this. As somebody who gets air checked, you know, here and there, it's like my worst nightmare. But you actually listen back to your shows and kind of critique yourself. Well, it's, it's not so much that I'm critique, critiquing myself. It's when I'm writing a new show, I record all of the stuff because you often, oftentimes it's easier to rewrite or improve something if you can hear the routine. And then sometimes I'm off the cuff with an audience and I, w- I won't remember what I said to them, but there could be something in there that I can use. So, yeah, I started using my phone to record this show when I started writing this one. It's kind of the first time I did it, really. The phone, my God, the phone has changed our lives, hasn't it? Oh, it has. For the for the good and the bad. Now, I, the good I, and the bad, yeah. I, I've introduced, we call it the phone box in my house, where essentially it's a shoebox and we put our phones into it because we're all addicted, particularly the teenager. Now, this is an exercise for the teenager, but just as much for me because I found myself walking by the phone box when oh, it's in there twitching, oh, going, oh my God, give me the phone. Crazy. I, I, I went to see Kevin Bridges the other night. He did a hilarious routine about the phone and how he couldn't, you know, how when he has bouts of insomnia in the middle of the night, he's thinking, I wonder how many people in the world died ever. And then he goes, I'm over here, Kevin, I'm over here. It's the phone going, I've got the answer, I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is it's the thing. That. It's like this thing that 
can give us the answers to everything we want to know but it's tempting us to pick it up all the time it really is and like social media is the big one now you know I joined TikTok and I posted one thing and I spent a few minutes on it and my brain hurt and I know that makes me sound absolutely ancient but it's the one well, social media well, I can't I can't work I can, it yeah well I can guarantee you you will work it I bet you any money you'll go back to it Okay, so you you joined TikTok and because it's you, you got like something like 300,000 views on your first video. Do I need to have like celeb status for it to work for me? Absolutely not. I mean, this is this is the thing about TikTok and Instagram. They're they're creating new stars, new online social media stars. All I mean, the new comedians are breaking this way. That didn't used to be the case. Like when I came on the scene, you had to cut your teeth, get up into clubs you know, write jokes, fail, die, you know, do it again and again and again. But they're creating content, putting it online, getting a following and then going on stage. So it's really changed the industry completely. And it's actually very liberating as well because they're not dependent on a broadcaster to say, yeah, we're going to give you a show. They can do it. You can do it yourself. So there's huge advantages to it. There as really well as is. Obviously. Yeah, completely. And, you know, I mean, like, uh, there was one thing actually, because I follow you on Instagram, and there was one great Instagram post you had, and it just summed up exactly how I feel about social media at times. It was a video where you were like, I'm sick of making videos, just buy my tickets. <laughs> oh, God. I, 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 yeah, I know, because I, I, I'm trying to keep up. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I'm late to all of this. I'm late to. I mean, I'm very kind of grateful that I did join Instagram when I did, which yeah. is for Dancing with the Stars. And my manager said to me, you have to do it. Um, or you're not going to get any votes. So that was when I joined it. And now recently someone said to me, listen, the, the, tick, the traction is, is on TikTok. And it's all about selling tickets. I don't want to be a TikTok star. I want people to come and see my live shows. Yeah. But they, they go hand in hand. They, they go together. Okay, so you're telling me I've got to embrace it because in fairness, people in radio, we kind of need to keep on top of this stuff too, you see. Are you trying to sell tickets? (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to get more listeners, Deirdre. I'm trying to get more listeners. listeners. Okay, well then, yes. Then, yes. Well, I need to do it. Okay, I got to do it. I got to do it. Okay, I'll I'll just follow what you do. Yeah. So you stick a video, you record yourself while you're doing the show. Okay. And then, you, you know, take a little note, have a pen in your hand, whenever there's a funny moment, make a note of it. And then it's just your then you're cutting and pasting and editing and and not you go you, you okay pick, so pick you can edit out that's good because there's so many mistakes funny. that happen in this show yeah, so that'll be good to God, edit you know please God I'll give you a funny moment now any minute. <laughs> It's coming, it's coming people. Uh, so this show is called Demented, uh, which sums up everything really about uh, lockdown. And you do kind of go into TikTok, uh, you do go into teenagers. I've t- a teenager myself, kind of uh, heading towards 17 now. I mean, it's it's like, uh, what mood are we going to come down the stairs today? You know, it's just, it's oh, a bit no. of a minefield, isn't it's it? Minefield. Oh my God, it's a minefield. And the, so there's the four, I have a 14-year-old boy as well, and the lip and the attitude is off the charts and then my own hormones are bouncing off the wall so it's a competition to be who's in the worst state you know what I mean it's like and we're all trying to live in the one house okay. and we're all trying to live in the one house during the lockdown and the second dishwasher was on three times a day all that oh, well but fun, fun, fun and games. It's a melting pot of, of, of hormones. I love it. Uh, but tell me, because, you know, you do talk about the menopause and thankfully, you know, menopause is being discussed more openly in this country. It is included in the show. Uh, I've heard all the scary stories at 38. I'm kind of like, it's there in the back of my mind. It's going oh, to yeah. happen. You know what I mean? So what's, what's your experience been like? 
God, that's a big question. Um, yeah. I mean, to, to, to be honest with you, the further into it I went and the more knowledge I acquired, um, the easier I became about it. You know, once, once I, I mean, I've t- I take, the science is on our side. So there's an awful lot of fear mongering and it is, it's not a level playing field. Some people get a worse deal than others. That's the unfortunate bit. But the science couldn't be better. Like all the fear mongering, I think that did an awful lot of damage, the fear mongering about the association of HRT and breast cancer. That really did. And it's been disproved that. Yes. It's been disproved. And while there are risks to something, the benefits far outweigh any risks. Um, so once you once you have all of that knowledge and once you understand that all of the HRT is plant-based now, you know what I mean? Okay, like, yes. Fact, it wasn't always plant-based. It was, it was other things. So women were going, what am I putting in my body now? But the point is, the science is on your side and, it, and it's a massive help. And it's not just a help for menopause. It'll prevent osteoporosis. It can prevent dementia. It can prevent your skin from thinning too much. So like there's huge advantages to it. So get it in. <laughs> get it in. Absolutely get it in. And <laughs> as, as you say, anything anything that can help. Uh, but did you find, because like a lot of people kind of talk about, you know, brain fog and this kind of thing. That oh, could yeah. be a big impact now on the likes of yourself because your brain is constantly going, particularly during a live show. Oh yeah, totally. But sure, it's grand because it's uh, happening to my audience as well. So I can look at the audience there. I don't know where I am now. I'm not even sure I put the patch on. You know, I'm, I'm, I've embraced it now. I'm laughing about it now because if, if we don't own this and laugh about it, the stigma will never go away. Well, this is the thing. It will never go away. So like, just let's get over it and get on with it because men are not, have no stigma about, um, you know, things like erectile dysfunction. And mm. they're quite happy to go into a shop and buy Viagra for themselves. They, uh, they, they've managed to even call it Viagra. Like they actually put agro into the word. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. They've got no embarrassment, no fear or worries where we're all demented going, oh my God, I'm going to be depicted as an old woman now. You're not. You're not. No, you're alive and the science is on your side so just get on with it get <laughs> on I, with it and no better woman to get on with it because you're very glass half full aren't you I'm very like that myself I don't like to kind of get bogged down by things too much well I, I can get very bogged down like anybody else mm. but, you know you, you put, put the work in um, you know what I mean yeah I'm, I'm, a, I'm an optimist essentially I am an optimist for sure yeah, uh, and I mean the menopause stuff. You know, it is it is a car crash. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I talk about that quite a bit, and I think we all need to hear that. Yes, yes. You know, we're and all we're all doing it. We're all having the meltdowns and screaming and losing our shit, and certainly not able to keep our cool, and then filled with self loathing because we didn't keep our cool. You know, all yeah. of that. And around and around it goes in the in the cycle. And and you know, during kind of obviously COVID because that co- comes into this as well. And the pandemic and lockdown and we're all a bit mad after that uh, but you know you how did you find that because I know you were busy with comic relief and, and other work and you uh, were, were busy during lockdowns and stuff but you obviously didn't have on stage live audience performances so no wonder as well you're touring all over the gaff with this tour Oh man well. you have no idea and, and anything like having your job taken away from you to give yeah. you a new appreciation I didn't know how much I would miss the live work I didn't know how much I would miss the road I'm so, like, just relieved and thrilled to be back out there. I really am. I, I really feel it. I feel audiences feel it, too. Yeah. God, they're so happy to be out laughing. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of great. Um, but, yeah, I, I had I had, lo- I had periods where I was very busy in lockdown, but I had very quiet periods, too. 
Yeah. Uh, rather than doing nothing. I'm very happy to do nothing, to be honest with you. Um, so it was a bit of a mixed bag, wasn't it? By the end, I think by the end, the last six months of it, it was, I was done. Oh, I think, yeah, last, we were all done. Yeah. Months, I was really now at that kind of a, okay, I'm, I'm antsy, like, can't take much more of this, need, need to get on stage. Uh, but and it's good to discover that too, you know. That's, because that's that, the thing that you get the love of it back again. And you know, you're you're coming obviously to uh, the Crescent Theatre. That's a gorgeous theatre, uh, the concert hall there in in, in I've Drada. Never played it before, so yeah, dying to get in there. Yeah. Oh, it's lovely. Uh, December sixteenth. Uh, but do you still get nervous before a show now? And would you have any sort of backstage rituals that you want to share? Backstage rituals, I don't know, but I'm nervous before a show. Nothing that's not within my control. Mm. Now, a show in Drahada, I'd probably be a bit more nervous. Yeah. Because, home crowd, uh, yeah. That's a home crowd and you're going to feel more judged. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, fair enough. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yes. And, of course, and of course uh, yeah, that, that definitely adds something. Uh, sometimes it can be a great thing and give you an extra energy, you know. Um, my rituals. What's my rituals? I, I like to be in the room nice and early. Um I try to close my eyes at some point during the day for 20, 25 minutes. If, if it's a meditation or a nap, I don't really care one yeah. or the other, but I, I kind of have to do that because your body goes into, your body shuts down because it's conserving the energy that you need to be on stage for an hour and a half, and which is, it doesn't sound like a long time, but... Oh, that is so long. It's, it's intense because you're on your own. Yeah, yeah, um, totally is. Yeah, because I've even done things where I've just, you know, said, you know, MC events even. And that is like so draining, even that. And I'm not the focus, like, you know. No, but that's a long night because you're up all night. So yes. controlling the room. Yeah. So, yeah. No, so I've learned to do those things, take, take an hour out and just stop and, you know. Take time for yourself. I love that. I love that. Is I'm all about just the self-care as well. Even just stop your brain going on and yeah. on and on. Yeah, we all need that. We definitely do. Well, Deirdre, a pleasure as always chatting to you. Continued success with this show. Uh, so looking forward to, to seeing you in the Crescent Concert Hall, December 16th. Thank you so, so much for joining me today. Yeah, absolute pleasure today. Thanks for having me. Thanks a million. Deirdre O'Kane, you can get the tickets, by the way, ticketmaster.e, also uh, directly from the venue as well. Uh, it's Demented is the name of the, the show. And as I say, December 16th in the Crescent Concert Hall. 11 to 1. Deirdre just asked me to let you know as well that uh, she is also going to be in Clane at the weekend. So that's this coming weekend. You can find out all the details of the show and tickets deirdreokane.net. Well, uh, to this, Addicted to You on LMFM's 11 to 1. News at 12 is approaching. And after that, we're going to be focusing on the sporting achievements of Irish women that made history. Plus, I'll be getting back to your messages telling me something good. 11 to 1. There's Pink kicking off our second hour. What about us? Sinead Brazel here with you till one. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. And you can get in touch 086 658. And today... Oh, yeah. We want to, you know, get rid of this meh Tuesday feeling that we're all going through. And can I just say thank you so much because I'm totally uplifted by all of your messages coming in on 086 658 telling me something good. And I have a nice little something for you to give back it's something great to be fair it's uh, all with thanks to the Gardner family apothecary they are in Coes Road Dundalk and we have a couple of the, their lovely Elave sensitive skincare sets to give away that includes the cleanser the moisturiser the SPF protection it's for men and women so don't be at me with that now right men need to take care of their skin too 
and it's lovely it's a lovely set there was a huge demand for it the last time we gave it away and you're all telling me something good on 0861800658 let's have a, a little sample Annette Andrade says I had a good night's sleep last night better than for years I'd say that is something great from Annette Andrade feeling happy after a long walk on the beach that's coming in from Geraldine Smith in Dunleer uh, my feel good moment or tell me something good coming in from Catherine is my 83 year old mum had a successful colonoscopy thanks to the staff in Our Lady of Lords Hospital that's something great uh, also Teresa Evans says I'm looking at a lovely bunch of flowers I got from a friend as a thank you that's tell me something good love it uh, Breege has been on she booked Tenerife oh Breege she had to come in there with making us envious she's booked Tenerife for her 60th birthday on February the 3rd her nephew is 21 on February 6th so it's double celebrations first time going on holidays with family I mean that is something good that is something great this is what we're looking for today yeah let's get rid of this Tuesday nonsense I want to hear something good 086 1800 658 now it's time for celebrity news the buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Louise. The Crown actor Khalid Abdallah says the death of Princess Diana is still a wound for Britain. He plays Dodi Al Fayed in the new series of the royal drama, which is out this week on Netflix. Khalid says that he's proud to portray him. Everyone has had his name on their lips for the 25 years since they died, but who knows what he sounds like? Who knows anything about his story? Who knows anything about his family? And I'm deeply proud that I've been part of the journey to bring his character to life. Rebel Wilson says becoming a mother is the best gift after announcing the birth of her daughter. The actress posted a picture of Royce Lillian yesterday telling her social media followers she was born via a surrogate. The 42-year-old says she can't describe the love she has for her newborn. Marcus Mumford wrote and sung the score for Ted Lasso during COVID. He's been talking about the creation of it. It's been like six months of my life yeah. doing that first season. And I scored the whole thing, which was a nightmare. Complete nightmare. Especially during, it was during the pandemic. It was awful, yeah. And I had to learn how all the buttons in my studio work because obviously I wasn't allowed to have an engineer in the same room and stuff. And it was just a complete nightmare. Uploading files, not my jam. No. And all that anyone really knows about it is like, digga, 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 yeah! and then skip intro. So you can perform that at your show if you want to. Yeah, yeah, I do every night. I just dig it, dig it. Yeah! There you go. And then everyone leaves happy. Good night, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shortest concert. They got their money's worth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's The Buzz. I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Yes, you can get your fix, your celebrity fix, lmfm.ie. Now back to the music. There's Ed Sheeran, Shivers and LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, following on from the Republic of Ireland women's national team's historic win quite recently, Epic, the Irish Emigration Museum, has gone back through their archives, through the vaults and through the years to share other significant sporting achievements by Irish women. We're going to find out more about this because there is a local connection to this. They have uh, highlighted Drogheda's own boxing legend Deirdre Gogarty in this ex- exhibit as well. So we're going to be chatting to Nathan Mannion. He's Head of Exhibitions and Programmes at the EPIC, uh, the Irish Immigration Museum. We're going to chat to him after these. 11 to 1. 
Following the Republic of Ireland women's national team and their historic win recently, the epic Irish Immigration Museum has gone back through the years to share other significant sporting achievements by Irish women. Now, epic, the Irish Immigration Museum, tells stories of vital contributions and monumental impact Irish people have made worldwide, including Irish athletes. And they have included Drogheda's own boxing legend, Deirdre Gogarty, in the lineup for this. Joining me on the line now is Nathan Mannion. He's head of exhibitions and programmes at Epic Museum. Museum. How are you getting on, Nathan? Oh, brilliant, Nathan. Thanks for having me on this afternoon. Great to have you on the programme. Now, this is such a lovely idea that Epic have decided to shine a spotlight on great Irish sporting women. Tell us more about this. Yeah, so for, I suppose for anyone who isn't familiar, Epic, we are located in Dublin, in the Dolphins, very close to the Customs House, and we've been open just over six years. And the museum really it exists to tell the story of the 10 million people who've left Ireland over the last 1,500 years, and the 70 million strong diaspora, so that's the people descended from those emigrants that live around the world today. And we look at it quite thematically. So there, there's 21 different galleries in the museum, and each one focuses on a kind of different aspect of the emigrant experience. So we have everything from, you know, Irish involvement in, in war, obviously the impact of the famine, but we look at you know Irish on screen um, in, in Hollywood, uh, we look at Irish authors and writers, how Irish is celebrated from St. Patrick's Day to Irish festivals, and of course sports as well. Um, and our sports gallery, I suppose, is probably one of the most popular in the museum. It looks at almost every sport you could imagine, apart from Gaelic games, which actually get their own gallery oh, just wow. next door. Um, yeah, we, we like to tell that story in isolation. It's, it's, it's such a unique Irish experience. Yes. Um, and there's over 400 clubs outside of Ireland. So that on its own is a, is a story really worth telling. But within the dedicated sports gallery, which we, we, we title Changing the World, um, we focus on everything from kind of Aussie rules uh, through to football, through uh, baseball, um, Irish involvement in horse racing, Olympics and beyond. But of course, we also focus quite specifically on um, boxing and pugilism, uh, wrestling and so on. And we wanted to make sure that within that space as well, that women's contributions to sports around the world, that's Irish immigrant women and their descendants, uh, were justifiably well represented. Um, we have stories from as far afield as Australia, people like uh, Sarah Jurak, also known as Fanny Jurak, who won a gold medal uh, for swimming in the Ladies Amateur uh, Swimming Association and then represented Australia at the 1912 Stockholm Olympics. Um, and she was instrumental um, in bringing about a rule change as well that allowed mm-hmm. women to participate um, within um, Olympic swimming. Yeah, because uh, what I love about this as well, Nathan, is as you, you rightly said there, to, to shine a light on women and their, their sporting achievements. So, so important, particularly when you hear, you know, of w- girls and women dropping out of sport uh, because of various different reasons. It's very important to, to, to have things like this in place in a museum as big as, as your one in, in Dublin there uh, for, for younger girls to go around and look and see, you know, firsthand these, these incredible women. Oh, absolutely. And uh, look, it's not unique to sport as well. We, we show quite, quite extensively women's involvement in, in science and, and, and sports uh, in particular, but also throughout every gallery as well, we kind of strive for a gender balance. So that idea about showing, you know, the, painting the whole picture and, you know, kind of eliminating these ideas of sort of hidden histories, these stories have been there for time immemorial, they just haven't been shared as widely or haven't reached public consciousness in the same way. So we kind of actively make an effort to, to kind of correct some of those kind of oversights and omissions and sports is just kind of one of the areas that we're doing that in. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, from hockey to to boxing, you've uncovered information about quite a few exceptional women. You 
mentioned the swimming aspect of it there. Uh, tell us who else you've uncovered and who's highlighted here. Well, one of my own favourites, and, and this is probably because I have family in Kilkenny, is Mabel Cahill, who was actually the first foreign player to win the US National Women's Singles Championship wow. in tennis. And that's as far back as 1891. So people like to think that, you know, women's involvement at a kind of high level in sports is something that's only starting to occur recently. But actually, there's historic precedent for um, being represented at the very highest levels when we start to look back. And, you know, this is a first generation emigrant, not a diaspora figure. Mm. Um, in fact, she went on to win the women's doubles as well, defended her title, and then rather than defend it the third time, decided to return back to her native Kilkenny. So that's a huge impact in sporting history in the US, but it's something that's all but unknown here in Ireland. So it's stories like Mabel Cattles and, of course, uh, Deirdre Gogarty that we, we kind of exist to share. Yeah, and, this, and you know, for, for my shame, I was chatting to you about this earlier on, for my shame, I had no idea who Deirdre Gogarty was a year ago. Uh, now she's very much back in focus again, which is great. Uh, tell us what you've uncovered about her, because she is, as you know, from Drogheda. Oh no, absolutely, and I think uh, <clears throat> just just to be just to be exact, Mornington just outside yes. of the for, for for any locals listening in, I know they'd be very proud. Um, yeah, Deirdre has been featured in the museum uh, since we actually opened. We we made a point. Um, she's well represented on the the pugilism, so that's boxing and wrestling primarily that we share uh, within our sports gallery. But we think her story is really important because one, you know, she's almost a precursor to kind of the popularity and the cause of the popularity of women's boxing today in Ireland. Like when she began, uh, she was only able to fight once in Ireland before, you know, lots of laws and rules and regulations were changed that forbid women's boxing. And throughout her career, up until she retired, she was never actually able to fight in Ireland again um, illegally. So, you know, that's the late 1990s, up, to, up until not the late 1990s. Not that long ago. I mean, like, when you think about it, really not that long ago. And that fight uh, that was at the back of a pub, essentially, in Limerick, has, has, has become historic now at this stage. And, of course, it was Deirdre who then became uh, the inspiration for Katie Taylor. Oh, yes, yeah. And I mean, I've uh, been lucky enough that earlier this year, we actually got a donation from a relation of Deirdre Gogarty's her cousin Claire sent us uh, a huge collection of press clippings, which document nearly every fight um, that she'd been involved in. And her aunt, so her Claire's mother, had kept from the late 1980s up until the present day, um, which is just something, you know, when you see it all in print, I think the earliest one that we have is from 1988, and she was only 18 years old. And it was, I think, Amazing. three years before she ever actually fought um, I think one of the important things to remember as well she was the, the club for the, so the draw the amateur boxing clubs uh, press relations officer then she was kind of training with them she says in a, I think in part of an interview that she was training against a kickboxer but yeah. she found ordinary boxing way more exciting um, and then when she went on to fight for you know her first fight which, which she won um, at the pub in Limerick against Anne-Marie Griffin um, that would be her only bout in Ireland so there was press coverage of her uh, long before she ever took to the ring in that sense and at that stage you know it still wasn't an issue but it was her primary cause for leaving Ireland so when we look at like within the context of our museum where we focus on emigration the reason that she left is because she couldn't pursue a career mm-hmm. at home and it was so difficult for her because even talking to her, some of her family members quite recently, mm. they they spoke about how difficult it was for her and how hard it is being in the States now and not being able to kind of come home all the time as much as she'd like to. And, you know, would you believe, uh, as I talk, talk about the full 360, Nathan, that I've uh, had, I'm actually part of a committee who are trying very much to get a statue erected for Deirdre Gogarty in the town. So that's very much ongoing. So to see the museum uh, highlighter in this way is only 
helping the, and supporting this, which is absolutely fantastic. Oh, well, I mean, we consider it kind of, you know, part of the reason that we're here. So we're here to share those stories of, you know, Irish achievement overseas. But, you know, we look at the motivations, we look at the impact, we look at the influence. And somebody like Deirdre, you know, obviously she's, she's a kind of a role model for a lot of uh, women boxers that come afterwards. But, you know, at, at, at the time, when you, when you have to kind of put it into context, uh, she was working as well as a graphic designer for most of her boxing career as well. Yeah. So, you know, we, we start to, when we look back toward the 90s as well, you know, we kind of think of kind of, you know, the glamour of, of, of boxing today. But, you know, it, it was horrendously underfunded, you know, not even permitted in the, in the regulatory sense in, in Ireland or, or in Europe. At the time, uh, most of her success comes from overseas and, um, you know, building up to, you know, becoming a kind of world super featherweight ch- champion. Um, it's only really then in the kind of late 90s that that win starts to kind of put some pressure on um, the authorities back here as well to start to recognise her. And she received a civic reception and draws her from the mayor, I think, in 1997 after yeah. after she won. And even at that stage, she still wasn't permitted to actually fight in Ireland. Um Crazy. Oh. It's craziness. And uh, would you believe as well, we, we got um, a photocopy of a letter from Katie Taylor, aged 11, to uh, Deirdre Gogarty outlining uh, all of her hopes and dreams and ambitions. And the last thing that she kind of writes on the on the letter is maybe one day they let us compete in the Olympics. <laughs> and it's just, it talk about like giving you goosebumps at the back of your neck kind of thing, you know? Oh, I know. And again, it just shows you as well what, you know, a little bit, a little bit of, you know, a change in attitude, um, you know, better representation, a little bit of additional funding. And, and that these wins, wins like Deirdre's, um, can, you know, they, they, they're something that kind of encourages, you know, young children, young athletes to turn towards these sports because yeah. they, they see them as role models that before, you know, there are futures that they might never have thought possible. So I think building a statue to Deirdre in, um, in Drada would be a, a huge step in the right direction as well. She'll, she'll stay featured here in the museum as well because we think her story is so important. And if anyone's in Dublin, they're welcome to come in and see. Um, but I think, you know, she her story is probably not as well recognised in Ireland as it should be. Um, especially now when we're enjoying a sort of renaissance of women's boxing, mm. that we should look towards kind of our, our history, even though you know, it's only as far back as the 1980s and 90s. Yeah, it's um, not that far um, back is, is right. And I think, you know, what you're doing there in the museum with exhibits like this is so, so important because, as you say, people can go learn more about these amazing people and uh, people like that grew up in their own in their own hometowns a lot of the a lot of the time it's a great great idea I thank you so so much Nathan for having a chat with us this morning Oh it's a pleasure thanks very much Thanks a million uh, you can find out more information epichq.com that is their website and as Nathan said they're located in the Docklands in Dublin 11 to 1 there's Classic Westlife for you. Fool again on LMFM's 11 to 1. We're getting back to some of your messages telling me something good. But first, it's time for this. LMFM Job Search. With thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie. Uniblock requires a customer services sales support and credit control person. You can send your CV by email to bhassett. So it's H A S. E double T at Uniblock U-N-I-B-L-O-C-K dot I-E Tresses and Talons Betty's Town requires a senior stylist to join their multi-award winning team please apply by emailing Hazel she's Hazel Boschel so B-O-S-H-E-L-L at hotmail.com 
And Frameform Steel Systems Limited are recruiting staff for their technical and production departments at their new facility in the Finnebar Business Park and Dock. For details, check the job section on their website. It's frameform.com. Don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. Getting back to this now. Yeah, we were feeling a bit meh today because it's Tuesday and it's just like, oh, what's going on with Tuesday? It's just a bit of a nondescript day, isn't it? Well, not today because I have a lovely prize for you. It's all with thanks to the Gardner Family Apothecary. They are on the Coes Road in Dundalk. We have the Elave Sensitive Skincare Set, which includes the cleanser, the moisturiser and the SPF Protection. SPF, get it out, Sinead. Uh, as well, it's up for grabs and I'm asking you to tell me something good. This came in earlier on. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, I think this is coming in from Jer. She's in Dundalk. Here's her something good. Morning, Sinead. Um, I was just listening to your piece there about uh, calling in about good things, tidings of great joy for a kind of like a meh Tuesday. And I love it. Anyway, um, I'm listening away and I myself am a, a secret uh cat feeder. I feed stray cats anytime and anywhere I can but I run into some difficulty with my husband so I try to hide all the cans the empty cans, get rid of them and he's just after arriving back there unexpectedly and he found all the empty cans ready for recycling and I thought oh, now usually I just get a look and then I get a lecture sometimes but today he walked past the bag of empty cans and he didn't say anything, he just nodded and I think to myself that is a good day and it's a great day for me. He's got nothing to say about this. And the thing is, I will continue to feed the cats, whether he likes it or not, <laughs> privately for the most part. But today he didn't say a word. So I say great. So my meh Tuesday has just turned into a great Tuesday. Have a good one. Oh, I love it. Jaren to talk. Absolutely brilliant. She's a secret cat feeder. She's feeding all the stray cats around the place. That's why they're around that neck of the woods. This is the, what we're talking about. After being out of work for a number of years today, I got offered a job. It's my third job offer in two weeks. Delighted I am. That's coming in from Michelle. Michelle, you should be delighted. That is fantastic news. Uh, Paul has said, feeling good. Finally got all my assignments done until Christmas time. Less stress now. Oh, Paul's one of these ones where, you know, the, the lecturer or the teacher gives you all the assignments and you groan and moan about it and you put it off and put it off and put it off and you don't do it. Paul is that guy that goes, I have them all done. Love it, Paul. Keep them coming in. <laughs> Tell me something good. 86 It was the court case that had a script or just laughing, really, wasn't it? Because it was just purely ridiculous and it's not going away anytime soon. How else can we cash in on this? Well, Wagatha Christie is going to be coming to the West End. Yeah. All the drama happening. Uh, apparently, Lucy May Barker is going to play Rebecca Vardy. So you'll know her. She was in a film version of The Woman in Black and also in a TV series, uh, Doctors as well. And also uh, Laura DeSanto. She's going to play Colleen Rooney. And it's uh, in on the West End, as I say, it's been adapted from a British High Court transcript. So it's like, how do these people get their hands on these things? I presume it's just like freedom of information. You could just go, I'd love the transcript there, please. And I'll just make a play out of it. So there you go. Uh, the trial which gripped the nation uh, is coming to the West End and of course Rebecca Vardy lost the libel battle um, against uh, Colleen Rooney over that viral social media post where she was uh, 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 well I'm not even going to say an amateur sleuth she was very 
masterful in her sleuthing, wasn't she? Colleen Rainey, don't get on the other, the wrong side of her, let me tell you. She'll be making up fake Instagram accounts and calling you out on the real thing. Absolutely brilliant. So there you go. It's going to be in uh, uh, Windham's even theatre between November 15th and January 10th. There you go. That is happening. <laughs> <laughs> for people if you feel like giving someone a Christmas present somebody in your life that was just so you know completely transfixed with Wagata Christie there you go nice Christmas present and he'll trip and he'll trip over to see the play now today on the show we are feeling good we are yep I was asking you to do this this morning because well I had a nice prize to give away plus Tuesday is just that day that's like it's not even midweek so, you know, we're feeling a bit meh by Tuesday. And so many came in. Uh, somebody here saying, I'm going to stay in a hotel. Can't wait. Feeling great. Would love the prize. Uh, gotten a doctor at my appointment I've been waiting on. That's a good thing. Hi, Sinead. I'm off uh, work today. Outside sweeping up the leaves in the warm November sunshine, says somebody else. Uh, going to be a grandmother. Just found out for the first time. Absolutely brilliant. Love that one. Uh, also, this is a really nice one. Hi, Sinead. Went for breakfast this morning with my 21-year-old. With work and her at college, we haven't done that in three years. It's nice to take time out, says Mary Matthews. I have loved all of your messages coming in on 086-1800-658. I have two winners for the skincare. Paul Trainer, the smug Paul Trainer that has all his assignments done. You're getting the skincare. You're getting the skincare now as well. Well done to you. And Theresa Evans, who just is appreciating the simple things in life, she got some lovely flowers and she's just admiring them. She said, that's something good. Friend, give her some flowers. You guys are getting the skincare. Thank you so much for all of those messages. You have buoyed me up no end. You really have on this meh Tuesday. That is our lot on the show for today. Thank you so much for your contribution as always and your company. Going to leave you with Gavin James. Have a great Tuesday. LMFM Podcasts with CNC Carpets we bring the showroom to you or book a new showroom appointment on 087 660 4237 Even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks Italian leather jackets and so much more and the best part about Quince they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe ethical and responsible manufacturing elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.